Parliament of Lions, Aspects of Scottish Contemporary Drawing is another show that's opening at the RMIT Gallery in Melbourne. And with me is Ewan Gray, the curator of the show. Ewan, welcome to Arts Alive. Hello, it's great to, to be here. Thank you. As I walk into this room, I see animation, I see gouache, I see watercolours. These are not what I would have expected of an exhibition which would seem to be primarily about drawing. Yeah, well, I think, I think that's the main, the main point of the exhibition. I mean, nowadays, uh, drawing is such a versatile medium. It, uh, I think the aim of the exhibition is to explore its relation with um, the boundaries of, of, of painting and uh, animation and, and where drawing sits uh, in uh, the contemporary discourse at the moment. Before we look at the show in more detail, drawing used to be a discipline which was at the very heart of visual arts education. Every student in first year was often condemned, irrespective of their ambitions to be a sculptor or an oil painter, to spend a year, perhaps longer, drawing. Has that tradition disappeared from schools or is it still seen as the foundation stone of training in the visual arts? Well, I think one of the interesting things about Scotland, I mean Edinburgh is, is, was the oldest um, drawing school in Britain, it started 250 years ago, and, and at the heart of uh, Scottish art education has always been uh, drawing, and I think that has remained uh, up until today. It, it, it is a foundation on which to build uh, your own unique personal vision as you develop as an artist. Well, let's start off with the works in this room which are closest to the old traditions of drawing. What would you select? Um, well, I think, I think what's nice is that, that, that there's, a, there's a wonderful um, range of work in the exhibition and there's a, a wonderful range uh, of ages uh, in, in, in the exhibition. There's a lot of young artists and some more uh, established artists like uh, Callum Innes who's had, uh, already had exhibitions in Australia uh, at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Sydney. Um, and Alan Johnson, he, he has shown here uh, in the past. But um, Marie Harnett uh, is, is the youngest artist in the exhibition and her works are uh, extremely interesting. So it's, it, it's nice for her to be included in this show and get, get the exposure uh, here in Australia. Now her work seems to be finely detailed in pencil. It's almost photographic in the detail that it's exhibiting. Is this common in drawing in Scotland? I, th I think there are a number of artists who, who are following this approach and she is uh, certainly uh, one of them and it, I, they're very, very uh, skillful works. I think the aim is to um, react to film because the, the, these are uh, taken from uh, stills from the film uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, having said that, she's never actually seen the film and uh, what, what her process is, is, is to um, look, watch the trailer on, on YouTube and uh, she frees frames or looks at the frames individually uh, and selects individual uh, images which she finds appealing and then creates a little series uh, from, from those stills. And it's, I think it's very interesting that she hasn't uh, seen the film because then collectively these drawings take on their own narrative uh, removed from the, uh, the actual film. Now, while Sherlock Holmes is not a classic film noir, she has still adopted a film noir look for these frames. Yes, I, th I, think, I, th I think that's true. Um, but I think, I think they're very much uh, just a response to the actual uh, footage in, 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 the, in the film. 
Well, still on the subject of film, we are standing in front of three animations on a large video screen. Tell us about this artist. David Shrigley is, 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 I suppose, one of the most successful artists in the exhibition. He's uh, nominated for the Turner Prize uh, this year, which is um, run by the Tate Gallery in London and is uh, Britain's most uh, prestigious uh, art uh, competition. Um, previous winners have included artists like Damien Hirst and Douglas Gordon and Anthony Gormley. So uh, I hope he uh, uh, wins. Um, his work... Uh, always has a has a sort of trademark sense of humour, um, but I included animation or his animations rather than his drawings. They're usually, uh, uh, or, or, or he mainly works uh, with um, drawings in a very sort of pseudo naive style. But I wanted to include uh, his animations just again to widen the range uh, of work in the exhibition and maybe show that that animation is obviously ha has has a strong link with uh, drawing. Well, facing on the other wall is a work called The One-Armed Snake. This is closer to what I would think of as drawing as an art form. I, I, yes, I suppose it is. Um, Charles, Charles Avery is, a, is, is a, a wonderful artist who spent the last 15 years developing one body of work uh, around uh, the theme called The, the Islanders. Uh, interestingly enough, he's uh, self-taught. So it is interesting that you think he's one of the most uh, conventional uh, draftsmen in the exhibition, and yet he hasn't had the, uh, the conventional training. Uh, but nevertheless, his idea of convention is drawn from what he has observed outside the art schools. So perhaps it is closer to a public expectation of what a drawing is. What would then be the public expectation of a drawing in Scotland? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, obviously, the, the, this drawing here is, is figurative, and maybe that's uh, what you're you're picking up on, or or the fact that uh, it's uh, mainly pencil on on paper with with uh, a few a few washes, uh, and that and that may be uh, more conventional. But I think what what he does with it, his vision takes it beyond convention. And I mean, he often includes in the, in in the uh, works there are often installations that will include taxidermied animals or uh, sculptural objects and in fact in Edinburgh although the, although the object wasn't able to travel out here we actually had uh, the, the one-armed snake this is the bar of the one-armed snake and he had this wonderful um, taxidermied snake with a, with a lizard's arm attached onto it so it was nice to have the, the, uh, the juxtaposition of the two, the two pieces side by side. I presume it was for quarantine reasons or something like that that they couldn't bring it into the country. I hadn't actually thought of that. I think it was because it was fragile, but maybe we were, that would have been another problem if we had uh, tried to uh, bring it in. Now, there's a pair of works on the wall adjacent to the one-armed snake, which reverence, in a way, the geography of Glasgow and Edinburgh. But they also reflect a little of the approach, this stylistic approach, of another artist who's exhibiting here, that is Gosha Wadaksak. Tell us a little bit more about these two works. Well, the, the, these are by uh, Leila Curtis, and um, her work deals a lot with, with the idea of maps, and effectively that's what these two are. They're, they're obviously drawings, and uh, you really need to go very close to, to have a look at them because uh, she has focused purely on the actual text of the individual street names and developed the whole drawing from these. Her, her process is, is to lay the actual map on, on the, the table and then uh, put the tracing paper over and, and uh, do these finely detailed works. But they take a long time and um, 
the results are, are, are quite, quite wonderful, I think. Very, very abstract, actually. Well, certainly from a distance they look like abstract works, but as we walk closer to them, we realise that they are just simply the street names without the street outlines being present on paper. Absolutely. That, that, I mean, that, that's the main issue. And I think, I think uh, they, they deal with uh, the boundaries, though, uh, of, of Edinburgh and uh, Glasgow as well. Now, adjacent to them, as we're walking around the room, there are six works which are essentially watercolour washes within a very rigid central rectangle within a white frame. Tell us about these. These are by Calaminis. Um, as I say, he's, he's, he's already had an exhibition in, in Australia at the uh, Museum of Contemporary Art in Sydney. Uh, it's interesting, we, when, when we were selecting work for the show, we had an argument, uh, or, or a discussion I should maybe say, uh, over whether or not these were actually drawings, because he sees them uh, linking more as paintings. He's very keen to give me some charcoal drawings. But I felt for their transparency and their immediacy, and the fact that they are, are, are on paper, they, they also uh, link very closely to, to drawing, and therefore I was happy to, to include them in the exhibition. And linked to them a little, visually at least, in the hang, are another four works which have similarities with them, but uh, in close-up I suspect we'll find they're very different. I think there, there are definitely similarities between um, the work of Alan Johnson and uh, Callum Innes, uh, but I think the two, the two uh, major differences are that Callum obviously deals a lot with colour, and Alan Johnson's works are very much black and white, and I think Callum allows accident to happen more in his work. And Alan, Alan's, I think because he's using charcoal and pencil, um, has, has more control with his work. But I mean, Alan, Alan's work very much deals uh, with uh, the surrounding architecture. And he often, um, I think since the 1970s, he's been pr producing works directly onto the walls. Uh, they can often be very, very large works. And I think they're, they're very much about uh, the negative and uh, the positive space. Well, finally, to end the show, there are three other artists down the other end of the gallery. Yeah. We'll walk down there, and you can tell us about them. Yeah, I think in this room, uh, they're mainly uh, landscape uh, artists. Again, these are more towards my traditional understandings of, of drawing. Yes. Uh, I mean, Sam Griffin uh, is one of the, uh, again, one of the younger artists uh, in the exhibition, so it's great that uh, he's had the... Uh, or we've been able to bring him out here. Um, and his work really deals uh, with architecture. And uh, he here we have uh, a drawing Zeitgeber, uh, which means uh, time giver. And the, uh, the building actually exists, and it's, it, it, it was built in 1975 by the Soviet architect Chikava, uh, and it was the Ministry of uh, Construction uh, in Tbilisi, Georgia. And it's uh, recently been uh, converted into the... Uh, Bank of Georgia, I think. Um, it's such a strong rectilinear structure. In no way does it surprise me that it came from the Soviet <laughs> Union yeah. or Georgia. Uh, absolutely. But I, I think um, this is maybe, maybe the point of the actual structure, that it's, uh, it, it's very much about uh, the contrast between man, the man-made and nature. And I think the idea was that people would live up here in, in the tree line and uh, nature would be able to, to um, reclaim the, the, the ground uh, underneath. Now on the wall facing those drawings are works by Moina Flanagan. Tell us a little bit more about her work, because this is clearly lines plus uh, gouaches and things like that. Yeah, and 
I mean, I, I'm drawn to these, I think, because the, these are maybe the most expressive drawings in, in, in the exhibition. And again, it's nice to, to ex extend the range by showing um, this type of drawing in the exhibition. Uh, the, these are, these are the, uh, uh, called the, the, the first people, and there, there are six uh, drawings, and they obviously relate to, to, to Adam and Eve, but I think very much seen from uh, the, the female perspective. But there's a, there's a wonderful sort of dark sense of humour, I think, uh, to these works as well. And finally, on the wall to the left of where we entered the gallery, these two works. Well, the, these um, relate to sculptural in, in investigation, and, and Ainsley is the, the most senior artist uh, in, in, in the exhibition. And, and these uh, relate uh, to um, his upbringing in, in East Lothian, or certainly they relate to East, uh, East uh, Lothian. And um, his, his sculpture is very interesting because they, they're, they're built up over uh, or, or using a lot of uh, layers of perspex. And in, in a way, the way he, he produces line through these uh, stacks of perspex is almost a, a drawing in itself. But here, I suppose, we have more conventional drawings that are obviously studies for the uh, sculptures themselves. Uh, so on the left, um, we, have, we have an idea for a tunnel. And on the right, we have a, almost a deconstructed uh, uh, wave. And finally, in the second gallery here at the RMIT Gallery, some more drawings. Yeah, and I mean these maybe uh, relate more uh, to, to, the, to the boundary with painting, but I mean uh, we have uh, Graham Todd here, um, and, and I think th these are very much about process. They're, they're landscapes, and in a way they look like abstract images, but they, they do have uh, elements of conventional landscape drawing in them. So, that, so the process, I think, uh, is that he begins with, with, with uh, ink, and then he's layering resin over the works uh, and applying uh, paint uh, as well. Um, but they're very vibrant and they're very uh, beautiful images. Well, finally, we have uh, four posters on the wall here. Well, the, the, these are my images, and they're, um, they're acrylic, ink, and watercolour. So again, maybe they, they, they deal with the boundary between painting and, and drawing. But my, my work deals very much with uh, the dark side of, of, of tourism from a political perspective. The, the actual images are of uh, the Kelsey or the Eagle's Nest, which was a tea house built for Hitler's 50th uh, birthday. And the other uh, images relate to Prora, which is on the Baltic island of Rugen. And uh, I travelled there and, and um, did a lot of research on the places and then executed these uh, ink drawing slash uh, paintings uh, from, from the studies. And uh, they're really dealing with history from two perspectives. The fact that the, the Germans are now coming to terms with their past and are now turning the, the buildings back into uh, restaurants and, and, and hotels. But, but the, uh, the, the posters are in English uh, and therefore relate to um, the, the, the British uh, historical perspective because I think we are still very um, interested in, in, in the Second World War and virtually every, every week or every day you can, you can um, go onto TV and find uh, some programme on the Second World War and uh, aspects of uh, the, the, uh, the Nazi regime. Well, this is certainly a very diverse exhibition, more diverse than I expected when I saw its title. But could we just, to end up, turn towards the future? Scotland is re-exerting its cultural independence of Great Britain. 
It is, for example, next year the host of the Commonwealth Games, which will have a very substantial cultural component. Is Scottish nationalism re-exerting itself in terms of the arts of Scotland, the drawing work of Scottish artists? Well, I, I feel for the last 20 years Scottish art has been gaining in confidence and I, and I hope, uh, regardless of the outcome of uh, the referendum that's being held next year, that, that Scottish art continues to blossom and, and, and I'm sure it will um, because I think we have a rich cultural heritage and uh, we are very interested in, in pushing it forward. Ewan Gray, curator, thank you very much for showing us around the exhibition Parliament of Lines on at the RMIT Gallery in Melbourne. Thanks very much. It's been a pleasure.